UPS is currently hiring package handlers for its preload operation. Earn $13 an hour and receive up to $250 in weekly attendance bonuses while working up to a career as a package car driver. In as little as six months, you could have an opportunity to connect with customers and build lasting relationships in the community. Future you looks good in brown. Apply now at upsjobs.com or text BROWN to 33588. That's BROWN to 33588. The views or opinions expressed on this show are those of the producers and or persons appearing on this show. They do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Union Broadcasting or ESPN Louisville. Welcome in, welcome in to the main event sports show. That's right, people. 93-9 DeVille is going down. What's going on? Wake up, 502. We're here in the building. Rashad Myers, Haven Harrington, the architect himself, uh, as I like to call him, Haven Harrington Jr. Jr., as, as well as my man William Wright, coming to you live for the Derby City Game Day. Fellas, it's going down. What's happening? Yes, What's going on, Rashad? We here, man. We are here. It's been a while since y'all heard us on the air, but we are here. Man, you know what? It's good to be back on the air. I'm excited. I'm ready to do this. I think we should just jump right into it, go to the first topic of discussion, and hit them off. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and for those of you um, who follow the Main Event Sports Show, of course, the longest-running show in the city of Louisville, um, once uh, 680 and, and Sports Talk went down and closed their doors, Main Event Sports Show became the longest running sports talk show in the city of Louisville. And we're very excited about this partnership, being able to come over here to 93.9 DeVille. Uh, we want to appreciate everybody who's assisted us in getting this far. Um, just to let everybody know, um, y- if you're looking for, um, you know, a bunch of sunshine being pumped about, I don't care, UofL, UK, that's not going to happen. It's, not in this it's show. It's not happening at all. For <laughs> our fans who've been with us uh, for the duration, they they know how we get down. Absolutely. So you know what to expect from main event sports. I mean, you, you know, I, the one thing that, that anybody who listens to us knows is that we're going to give it to you straight. We're going to give it to you raw. We're going to give you real opinions, uh, and, and we're just going to take it from there. Uh, we love to get – we love – Interaction. We love call-ins. We love texts. Uh, please give us a call, 502-3831-939. That is the text line. Give us a call-in uh, on the uh, main event line at 8150-939. So give us a call. I want to hear your thoughts and opinions. We, of course, love U of L. Um, we're going to talk a lot about the University of Louisville. We're also going to break down UK. Um, we're going to always about the local sports, but we're also going to do um, a lot of things uh, with national. Uh, we, we love NFL. We love NBA. Um, talk a lot uh, of sports. Uh, you know, in, in every genre, we love the fight game, boxing, MMA. Recruiting, that's how I actually got started with uh, InsideTheVille.com doing recruiting. So football recruiting, basketball recruiting, if you have any of those thoughts or opinions, please give us a call, man. But, uh, uh, fellas, you know what time it is. What time is it? Fall camp. Man, football is here. It's here. It's here. Had the Hall of Fame game Thursday. The Hall of Fame game on Thursday. Absolutely, even though you had the terrible – Denver Broncos. I hate the Denver Broncos. I, you know, that's because you're Raiders fan. <laughs> don't hate. Yeah, just, I, just because they won a Super Bowl before you guys 
even made the playoffs, it's okay. I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the Broncos. I'm not a big fan, uh, you know, of the Atlanta Falcons. But it was good to have football back. But of course, uh, you know, we opening camp this weekend, University of Louisville, University of Kentucky. Uh, they're about to get it going. Um, I'm very very excited. I don't know what that product was that was on the field last year. I don't know what that man, formerly known as Bobby Petrino, was doing with that team. Uh, you know, I will say this about the main event sports show. We were on the train of Bobby, something's going on uh, very, very early on into his, his 2.0. I remember my man Haven Harrington, uh, when we were down there uh, at Indianapolis uh, at Lucas Oil, uh, we were listening to him. Uh, you know, we were talking and discussing after the game, of course, Louisville-Purdue uh, up there at Lucas Oil. And, Haven, you came to me and you was like, yeah. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I talked from jump. Something's wrong. There's no way in the world. I mean, I love Jeff Brom to death. Yes. I love his offensive creativity. You wanted him as the coach. I, I wanted him as the coach. I did. I, I was my first choice. Not Bobby. Jeff was my first you choice. Mean before Bobby came back. Yeah. You wanted Jeff Brom. Yes. Oh, I wanted oh, Jeff Brom okay, here. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. He, I, I give Haven credit for that. He was on that early. Okay. I was on that early, but after that first game, I was like, something's wrong. There's no way in the world Purdue and Jeff Brom with a third string quarterback should rack up that many yards and points right. against our team. And I was like, something is wrong. Well, and it's funny because everybody talks about last year, of course, Louisville went two and ten. It was just absolutely god awful um, in pretty much every Outside of, I think, punt returns, I think that was the only thing that Louisville did well was return punts. But they only returned like 17 punts all year, which is ridiculous, uh, you know, in a 12-game season that you only have 17 punt returns. But that's just a whole different story. Uh, but Louisville was awful last year. And a lot of people said, you know, the coaches quit. They, In my opinion, in my personal opinion, Bobby Petrino quit way before that. Like, oh, yeah. Tobias Hughley, okay, <laughs> the former center for the University of Louisville, Okay, if anybody knows anything about me, Tobias Hughley, I love him. He was a Louisville Cardinal. Dude was the worst offensive lineman I've ever seen play. And he was a starter at Louisville as a walk-on for three years. Yeah. And, like, to me, that was complete dereliction of duty as the head coach of the University of Louisville Cardinals to have – I mean, he may have known every call. He may have known every play. That is fine. But you can't false start (laughs) multiple times a game. As the center. I don't know how your center leads the the, the, the team in five starts. I agree. Starts. I agree. Now here's the thing. How do you blame the court how do you blame the coach for that? Well, I well that to me that's on the coach because okay, if this is your first year and you have to pretty much ride with the guys you have, that's okay. The kids started at Louisville for three years as a walk on. And, and that's that to me Which goes is, to recruiting. Absolutely. You know, development of talent. Well, here's the thing, and and, and I I've made this angle known before in my opinion the team was bad or just as bad the year before but they had lamar jackson yes. to fill in the gaps yes okay and even they got exposed later in the season uh regardless of that uh there's only so much that lamar could do as an individual uh i really blame a lot of this on a lot of the scandal that surrounded the university for the past few years and i don't think that petrino was able to recruit uh, properly because of the magnifying glass that he was recruiting him and all of the other uh, uh, sports at UofL because of the scandal surrounding the university they were not able to recruit in the way that they wanted to uh, and you can I'll leave that open to interpretation well, I, you know what uh, so they, they were really getting the bottom of the barrel in terms of talent and it, it gets to a point where you can't you can't make up for that anymore. But and you know, you know well, I, I'm going to have to disagree with that just for the simple fact that just because you know you, you want to talk about you know the, the scandals and you talk about the fact that Bobby Petrino came from an interesting situation down at Arkansas right, uh, right. with the motorcycle crash and things, but we we're not going to get into nah, that. You didn't have um, to do that, dude. <laughs> why, why, why was that even? Brought I'm not going to get into that, but not the neck brace. Yeah, why, no, why? The, the, the neck brace. Everybody no, remembers the neck brace, but you know, I do too. That does not make you recruit seventeen wide receivers and only have eight offensive linemen on your team, on well, your roster. You, like that that to me is a cop out because you go out there and you make sure that you recruit a quarterback and you recruit four wide receivers in every recruiting cycle, but you're only recruiting defensive linemen what every two years? Okay. Every that, two or three years? Well, I, well the thing is they tried to recruit defensive linemen uh a couple of times, but like they in one class they completely whiffed and they missed Everybody, like everybody that they went after, 
swing and a miss. So then the next year, you had to line, you know, had to go the JUCO route, you know. And, but Bobby has traditionally had success with JUCOs, mm-hmm. getting JUCOs in here, and they normally play pretty well. But this time around, you brought the JUCOs in. It wasn't quite the same as Bobby 1.0, right? Um, you know, the offensive line development wasn't quite the same as Bobby 1.0, and I think you could tell the difference with Bobby being here the second time around was with his staff. The first time around, he had an excellent staff. You know, Jeff Brom, you know, you had offensive masterminds and geniuses mm-hmm. everywhere. Had a great defensive coaching staff. And this time around, you had a great defensive coaching staff, but the offense really depended on just Bobby. Yeah. And and it was off. I mean, it, to, it to just, me. It, was, it just wasn't there. Now, look, we're not going to turn this into Bloody Saturday. Absolutely gonna, not. Let, Absolutely not. And look, that, that was going to be my thing. It's the, like The fans live through it. I don't know if they want to talk it's done. through it again. It's, it's done. done. So, we, got, we got a new regime here on campus. Scott Satterfield let, there, let's man. Give it, let's give this man some 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 some, some stage time. Like, Absolutely. What, what do we think about Scott Satterfield? Hey, let me tell you something. You know, I, a lot of people I've heard, you know, we've continued to hear Jeff Brown was supposed to be the guy. Jeff Brown was supposed to be the guy. Um I like Scott Satterfield, okay? I mean, I think Jeff Brown gives you a lot of buzz immediately, um, but Scott Satterfield is a guy who took Appalachian State, and Appalachian State, everybody remembers the big upset they had in the big house uh, when they beat Michigan, okay? That wasn't Scott Satterfield. That was the previous regime, Oh, okay? that wasn't Scott Satterfield. No, that Scott Satterfield was not part of that upset in Michigan, okay? And uh, Appalachian State went, you know, after that win, they kind of went – back the other way a little bit okay so when scott came in and got the job he took his time to build appalachian state and built them back to where they were once again a team with national recognition and to me the fact that he was able to you know not ride the coattails and kind of take the momentum of another guy and that be his claim to fame he built what he built at appalachian state so much so they were able to go on the road to happy valley at penn state had an opportunity um, to you know, win that game, uh, Penn State did pull off the win at the end. But Appalachian State became a powerhouse under Scott Satterfield. Brian Brown um, was definitely one of the um, best young defensive minds in the country. This group, along with Dwayne Ledford, who's come over as the offensive line coach, this is a group of young, hungry, aggressive coaches. Oh and, yeah, and this, I think, to me, this Louisville team. They have talent. Okay, I'm not going to go with this mm. whole they don't have talent, uh, you know, conversation. They have well, we'll talent. We'll see. Uh, you know, the, you know the, and, I, and I'm not I'm not a Louisville hater by far, but I am I'm a I, I, if there has ever been a realistic fan, no matter wh- who I'm supporting, yes. You're talking to him now. William Wright does not wear the fan goggles. I do not do it. Yes. Uh, I hope I, I wish Louisville I, I wish they could win the national championship this year. That's how much I support them. Absolutely. But in reality, what 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 have they done on paper to change oh, no, what, I, they, I mean, what they put on the field last year? Absolutely. I mean 2 and 10 is 2 and 10. But I don't think Louisville has 2 and 10 talent. I, I think that they have well, talent no, no, on not, the roster. Exactly. They're not as bad as that, absolutely that schedule not. suggested, but they there came a point in the season where the, he lost the locker room. Yeah, and that, that oh. happens when you're not winning. Yeah, I mean, so so we'll have to wait and see um, what happens. But I think Scott Satterfield is the right guy for the job. I think that he's done an excellent job of motivating the the fellas. He got the guys back early. They they, they you know went with the very early spring practice, uh, which I know a lot of fans and. Uh, you know, media types <laughs> didn't necessarily I'll like say it. it. I, I wasn't a fan of it, but that's just I understand why he did it. I get it. And why, for, why do you think he? Because I don't understand it. Oh well, the, well, easily, man. The reason he did it was at App State. He wanted to get the guys back as soon as possible after their bowl game, so they wouldn't forget everything he worked on during the bowl game. So you can get guys in. You can get them in early. You can kind of continue that coaching process you had during the you know, your bowl preparation number one number two if guys got hurt you had an extra almost month for guys to heal before the season started so you can come back the next season healthier so that makes perfect sense but i think with the acc network coming on um i definitely think you probably will see the spring game come back probably like it was before like right before thunder louisville and all that good stuff kicking okay. off okay only because we'll see. We'll see. You know what? Only because we'll for see. ACC Network, you're going to need content. Need content. 
Right. And I think spring games are going to have to be a part of that building content. But we'll see. I mean, everything is, you know, up. So, yeah, no. And uh, as we all know, my <laughs> my choice for the head coach was Mike Singletary, even though he wasn't in consideration. You and this Mike Singletary. <laughs> no, no, no. Man. You, you love your pro coaches. I, do, I tell you I that. do. Or, or they could have got Phil Jackson to come in. Because as we all know, <laughs> Phil Jackson can coach football, basketball, or soccer. It does not matter. He will be great at either. So uh, that would have that would have done the job. But no, even uh, and not to change topics. Uh, I, Chris Mack wasn't my choice. But once he came, my allegiance was to him, and he and, and I gave him the opportunity to to, to win me over, and he and, did. And that's Scott Satterfield's in that Scott same Satterfield boat. Scott is in the same boat. He wasn't my first choice, but he's here now. So our our allegiance is to him, and we're gonna we're gonna give him the opportunity and support to see the you know to give him the chance to do what he can do. So a- absolutely, I'm all in. So so Haven, let me ask you: you you are the resident football expert. Okay, I always lean on you for all things pigskin. So let, let me just ask you, um, from a macro, okay, when you talk about the University of Louisville football team this year, I, I want to know two things. A, I want to know what's the most important thing that Louisville's going to have to do to kind of turn around from that 2-10 and 10 season and have a better-than-expected season this year, and B, um, who do you think is going to be the quarterback to lead that team once it's ready? I want to hear both of those things from you. All right, first things first. To me, the number one thing that has to be done on this Louisville team to turn it around is they have to have heart. Last year, the team quit, and you know the team quit. I right? Mean, they they quit. They gave up. They really does. I had chills. That was almost like the replacements. You know, when yeah. Gene, Gene Hackman <laughs> said, "What do you need to get back in this game, Coach?" And then we and need then heart. heart, right? <laughs> and, then, and then you saw you saw the lack of confidence, even from the coaching staff, by the way they would switch out. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, okay. For the next two downs, you're going to be the quarterback. But after that, <laughs> hey, we put it another way. Switch yeah, it up. Switch it up. So <laughs> every other day. So to me, that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah, these guys have to have heart. You got to reinstill that killer instinct that they that they just didn't show last year. Because the problem is, once a team quits and they quit like they did last year, and you get used to losing, and losing doesn't bother you. See that that's the issue. When losing doesn't bother you, then something's wrong. Yeah. So you have to get that mindset back to where losing bothers you, where it's no longer acceptable right. to give up 50 points a game. Man. That's that's not acceptable. Th- they you have know? an opportunity to do something that no football team has ever done and give up 50 points in, I believe, it's seven straight games? 52 points Yikes. in seven straight games. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, you definitely have shown that you have quit. No football team has that. ever done that, and they have the opportunity. If, well, if, if Notre Dame comes out oh. in Cardinal Stadium, to open the season, Labor Day weekend, and they dog walk the Louisville Cardinals and score 50 points. It'll be the first time in college football, college football history, history that's happened. And this is and this is a, I don't want that <laughs> no, record. No, I don't no, want no, my no. name on yeah. that record. But the, the scary part is this is supposed to be a better Notre Dame team offensively. Defensively, they're mm-hmm. going to take a couple of steps back. Ooh. Yes, but offensively, this should be a better Notre Dame it, team. It, so we'll, so we'll see. This is our first game. It's like the, the scary, neighborhood man. bully. The smart, the smart kid always figures out a way to talk him out of it. Like, uh, do we really got to do this? Why don't we just sit down and play some video games? Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and officially now, Notre Dame is going to be a top ten team Ooh. coming in uh, to Cardinal Stadium. Uh, they came in in the co- the coaches poll, preseason poll, came in ranked number nine. Uh, so wow. Notre Dame, we Louisville will have a top ten opponent coming into the hallowed halls for the blackout. So we're going to see the Cardinal oh, birdies going to have on the hoodie. They're going to be singing, uh, Mama said, knock you out. It's going down. I don't it's know if it's going to help, but at least they're going to be excited. <laughs> well, hey, Satterfield, why don't you just invite them into town and then play some cornhole or something? You know? <laughs> hey, we're going to see. You we're going to see. We don't, do we have to play this game? You know? Hey, well, and, and you know what? We, we talked about the replacements, and we know about Mr. Shane Falco and how he was the quarterback that had the heart that came back and led the team to victory. Who's going to be the quarterback leading the University of Louisville Cardinals, Haven Harrington? I'm going to go with Jawan Pass. The pass. I'm gonna go ahead. And pass. I mean, look, come out of high school, everybody thought pass was that dude. I mean, out of high school, I mean, Alabama wanted him, Auburn wanted him. He was a great dual threat quarterback, strong arm, a rifle, had a cannon, he had all the intangibles that you wanted to as a quarterback. The problem is the last staff just couldn't coach him up, and they just ruined his confidence, just destroyed his confidence. Now his confidence is being remade. He has a much better staff, a much, much, a thousand times better quarterback coach. You have great wide receivers. You have good running backs. You have a serviceable offensive line. He should be okay. 
And with this type of offense, you know, he it's not as complicated as Bobby's offense. Yes. So the reads will be much easier. He's be easy to get the ball out of his hands. You know, a lot of you know, uh, throw quick throws to running backs, things of that nature. He got a sound hall, a quick fast back, so he can easily get it to him to relieve the pressure. I expect better things from Jawan Pass this year because he doesn't have to, you know, shoulder the whole load like he did last year, and he's not on a team that's quitting on him, which also helps. Absolutely. You know what? I, I like that point. Um, I, I like where your head is at. Um, we'll, we'll find out what's going to happen. We're going to have much more with this University of Louisville football talk. I'm going to get into that. I'm going to have my rebuttal uh, to your quarterback assertion. Okay. Well, I, I may agree with you. I may not agree with you. But you know what? You'll listen to the main event sports show. This is Derby City Game Day, people. It's going down in the 502. Rashawn Myers, Haven Harrington, William Wright. It's going down on 93.9 DeVille. And hey, we'll be back. Wake up, 502. Hey, this is Rashawn. Join me, Haven Harrington, and William Wright every Saturday from 11 to noon for the Main Event Sports Show as we present Derby City Game Day here on 93.9 The Ville. Show. This is your host, Haven Harrington, a.k.a. The Architect, joined in studio by my right-hand men, my brothers from another mother, I give you, Rashawn Myers, the Green-Eyed Bandit, a.k.a. The 62nd Assassin. Yes, sir. And William Wright. Just William Wright. Just just William Wright. Y'all, y'all, y'all will find out in due time that it's not just William Wright. <laughs> some know him as Guillermo. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we have some breaking news. Uh, fresh off of the ticker at the bottom of the screen, the Warriors have uh, extended Draymond Green's services to the tune of $100 million over four years. I'm, I'm stunned by that news. $25 million a year. And one thing y'all know know about the main event sports show, man. We love the pro sports game. We, we love NBA and NFL. We gonna get into that. I'm gonna save that for a little bit later, because I, I, I. Yeah, and, and, and people, while we're talking I'm real quick, by that. for the people who don't know me, I, I am Phil Jackson's biological son. <laughs> Phil Jackson is my biological father. We'll, we'll, we'll just <laughs> we'll leave it at that. The, 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 there goes the, the Phil Jackson love right there. Oh my god! There we go. Hey, and, there we and, go. and by the way, fellas, man, we got already got people texting in five zero two thirty eight thirty one ninety three nine. Got a few texts in this morning, uh, and I absolutely appreciate the text. Continue to bring them in. You yes, can indeed. as well. Please, please give us a call in 502-8150-939 as well. Uh, definitely want to wrap with you. Um, but we have a couple of guys checking in. We had uh, what one of our folks say uh, and point out, and correctly, uh, that Scott Satterfield was the uh, – I've had one say the quarterback coach, the other say the offensive coordinator. Um, I had two actually say the offensive coordinator. So I'm going to go with offensive coordinator. Scott Satterfield absolutely was on the staff for that big upset, but he was not the head coach. This, so, the this is when they beat Michigan. He correct? was not the head – when they beat Michigan in the big house. And there's a big distinction that there's a difference between being either a coordinator or a position coach and being the head coach. Because a lot of people think, okay, Louisville's getting the guy who was the head coach when they beat Michigan. That's right. not actually the fact. So uh, just giving that distinction out that he was on staff, but he was not the head man. Um, now, we also had somebody check in about the conversation uh, about the uh, – you said that you, Chris Mack was not your he was first not. choice no, for the University of Louisville. Mark Jackson was, as, as our and, texter And Texter said. came through and said yeah. Mark Jackson should have been the coach. You I know what? I completely agree. I like that. But, I, but no, I, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase that. I did agree. Because now, as I said, Chris Mack has won me over. But I, it, Mark Jackson time. was my man. Hey, you know what? I, I would have been okay with that. I, I'm a big Mark Jackson guy. Um, of course, he, Mark he, Jackson he, guy. he got a raw Huge. deal with the Golden State Warriors. No, he still's getting a raw deal with the NBA. <laughs> with the yeah. NBA. Yeah, you know, I mean, Luke Walton got a job before Mark Jackson did. <laughs> that should never happen. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, 
But uh, you know what? Uh, I also have one other texter coming in saying, Scott A, Scott Satterfield was the quarterback coach uh, when they beat Michigan. And also B, if uh, the basketball scandal made football recruiting tough, how did Jeff Walls recruit so well? Mm, he's coming at you, oh, Mr. William Wright. He's coming at me. How did Jeff Walls recruit so well? That's yeah. actually an excellent point. I mean, women's basketball. First of all, women's basketball, there's like three coaches that you want to play for. Keep oh, it real. That's true. That's true. I mean, Je- Jeff Walls, uh, Gino Ariema. Uh, you know, and Muffin McGraw uh, with Notre Dame. I mean, that's pretty much who you want to play for. <laughs> no, no, the, no. The, I mean, so women's it's, basketball recruiting, that's uh, kind of a soft take just for the simple fact that right. everybody's going to play for. I it's mean, a desirable, in, it's a desirable destination. A, absolutely. So coming to Louisville is, is regardless of who's coaching and recruiting, it's a desirable destination. You don't have to do much convincing to get uh, the, the female athletes to come play for Louisville basketball, in my opinion. But I, that, that's an excellent point to make, but I, I do still stick to what I initially said, that I think it was the uh, remnants of the scandal surrounding uh, the, the university that made it hard and tough for, for good recruiting. No, which is amazing considering when I was at U of L back in the back in the olden days, <laughs> olden days, back when we rode on the horse and buggy, <laughs> no, back in the mid 90s, <laughs> you know, mid to late 90s when I was here. I mean, women's basketball was like, what? We have a team. Well, women's basketball, period, aside from Tennessee, it was looked at like that. I know, but, but it's just amazing to watch how we went from, like, not really being a destination school to now being, like, one of the top schools in the country no, where all the top so. talent wants very to come to. So. Yeah, so I, I don't think that the women's basketball recruits are going to get run off by a scandal. That's, that's, no. that's not going to happen. I mean, that's, that's just that's, – you know, two different ponds. Um, I definitely understand uh, your point with just kind of the turmoil, everything. You know, you had uh, Bobby Petrino, who was a guy who was much maligned coming in because of his scandals. And some people said that, you know, Louisville was looked upon as a dirty program overall because of some of the choices that Tom Jurich made, uh, you know, holding on to Rick Petrino, um, bringing back Bobby Petrino. So, I mean, I, I can understand the poster's point to that. Women's basketball really doesn't fit into that arena. Um, so I, I think that's a bit right. much. But back to the lecture at hand, uh, talking about uh, the University you of Louisville hip-hop football. references. Well, hey, man, dro- come on. You've been dropping them like, literally like, <laughs> all show. All right. Yes, indeed. Uh, with the hey, Buster Freestyle on that. Hey, give me the microphone first so I can bust know, like a bubble. <laughs> In case you didn't recognize the voice on the intro track, that was our main man, uh, that was Rashawn Rocky, Rocky Myers. Uh, Dropping uh, those hot lines uh, on that uh, intro. Hey, well, you know, you gave me the opportunity to get in the studio yeah, and do man, a little something. You came man. through and delivered. Man. <laughs> I appreciate job. that. I appreciate Excellent that. Excellent job. Um, but but no, Haven. To to your point with the quarterback situation, I agree with you. I think that Jawan Pass um, is a young man that did not get a great opportunity. Um, I thought that Bobby Petrino's offensive scheme, truthfully, under Lamar Jackson was iffy. Um, I thought that he really sacrificed everything he was as a offensive play caller um, to basically let Lamar just run read option for 85 to 90% of the game um, when that was not Bobby Ball. And I think that basically he just tried to shoehorn Jawan Pass uh, into that same scheme. offensive scheme. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. No, I'm, I'm going to say this. and My entire analysis on Jawan Pass actually came from that first game from Alabama. Because that was like that first game against Alabama was the teams actually trying to play. They had confidence. They thought they could win. And they played like a great game. If you watch Javon Pass during that game, the Alabama players were picking him up off the turf after he got knocked down. We're like, dude, you're balling. I mean, we, we talked to some of those Bama players. They were like, Javon's real. Absolutely. I, mean, I talked to a lot of Bama fans. They was like, man, you got a great quarterback at Javon Pass. Man, he gets some coaching and, you know, Better play call and Juwan Pass is going to be that man. He got some of the similar love. I heard a lot of things after that game. The same way, if you remember, the love that Brian Brom got after going down to Miami. And Louisville barely and narrowly lost to Miami after Devin Hester has the big kick return. And we heard so many fans of both the Hurricanes as well as a lot of national guys give uh, Brian Brown a lot of credit for being able to come down there and play the way he did. And I think that Jawan Pass did get a lot of that love. Now, of course, unfortunately, um, you know, we yeah, saw the team how, went off the cliff after that. Yeah. Right. Uh, we right. saw, but no, Jawan Pass had looked like the, you know, he, he was, he was, the, like the, man. He he was, was the bright point. He was yeah, the bright point. He was point confident. He was hitting guys. He was standing in a pocket tall, taking those hits, you know, just throwing himself out there. He was hitting guys open. He wasn't overthrowing, underthrowing guys. He was making the correct reads. He's doing everything you want your quarterback to do. Absolutely. But then you can tell after that game, the wheels fell off the bus. Yeah, I mean, it, the it was. The engine blew up. 
So, I mean, I think that he's going to be the guy moving forward. I really like Malik Cunningham. I like uh, Cunningham. Cunningham is explosive. He's very exciting with the ball in his hands. He may not be the starter, but I think that definitely they'll have several packages where he'll be in either sharing the backfield with Jawan Pass or just the outright quarterback right. on certain downs. Um, but I think that he's the type of guy who has too much talent, too much explosiveness, and too much uh, pressure he can put on the defense to not be a part of the game plan. So I think that he'll use both. But of course, as we talked about, Scott Satterfield's a guy who wants to run the ball first. He wants to establish that running game. But he's going to do it a lot like um, – uh, you remember Oregon used to have where they would run this speed spread option, but then run out of it a lot. I think you're going to see a lot of that with Scott Satterfield. You're going to see a lot of those types of plays where, where they do get up to the huddle very quickly, snap the ball very quickly, and run the ball. But then they're going to also do a lot of quarterback runs out of it. They're going to do a lot of short passing. So I, I think it's going to be an excellent scheme. I cannot wait uh, for fall camp to get started, fellas. I'm very, very excited about that. And then, of course, down the road in Lexington, okay, they had a Hello, banner year. Oh, would you look at the time? <laughs> time <for> break, uh... <laughs> See what I'm saying? My man's always Dude, man, hating look, on Big You're blue. a U.K. graduate. <laughs> How can you have that much hate on UK as a UK okay, well, graduate? Let me, let me say this first. Yes, I do have a degree from UK, but I also have one from Western Kentucky. And I don't know if you all heard this phrase before, uh, BG1HT4. Y'all ain't a, a Bowling Green first hilltop as forever? No? Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. here we go. That's no, what you're saying, really? ne- Never heard that uh, one? I, no, never. Oh, uh, yeah, I see it everywhere. But just biting, just, just bite, <laughs> biting people's stuff, huh? Uh, right? That's what they doing. No, man, listen, you know I'm a hilltopper. Even when it comes to supporting Louisville, that's the only game where I won't be rooting for Louisville is when they play the hilltop, but, but when keep, they play West Kentucky. But for real, keep it real, though. Mark Stoops came through he had the year we've been bagging on mark stoops okay, for, for underachieving and, and doing a whole lot of talking and not performing right. but uk got it done last year they, last year they i mean did. and they're gonna you know, get josh done. allen they're gonna get done benny this year. snell hey no, last year they got was it done the, last year was the first time watching mark stoops and sideline where one they didn't panic two there was like some mysterious coaching snafu that everybody's scratching their head after. You know, it's like like the time when he had like the two wide receivers uncovered like two <laughs> plays in a row to yes, lose the game Florida. the last minute against Florida. You know, it's it was none of that last year. Last year they lined up. Finally had a great defense. Great have the greatest defensive player in the history I'm gonna say it. The greatest defensive player in the history wow. of the University of Kentucky and Josh Allen. Wow. He was the man. Absolutely. I mean he was the, the disruptor. If you needed a fumble, he'll get you the fumble. You need the sack, he'll get you the sack. I mean, he was that dude. And the SEC, when they know that they have to stop you first, and you're getting double, triple team offensive linemen, and you're still wrecking havoc, you're that man. And Josh Allen was that man. And what, what year is he going to be this coming season? Uh, He's going to be uh, <laughs> exactly. He's going to get paid. for the Jets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, uh, Benny Snell, what year? What, what's his class? He's gonna be playing for the Steelers. Oh, uh oh. Well, uh, <laughs> let's see here. So that's the end of the UK segment. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? So the, I mean, that, that's the question mark. Where, where Louisville has the question mark of how do you bounce back from a two and ten season, and were you really that bad? I think Kentucky has the exact opposite. You had a great season. You had great players, but now those guys have moved on to the next level, along with your secondary. Are you really that good? Well, you know, we continue to hear from Kentucky um, that we're we're building a program. I, I heard some certain people, I, I don't know what his name was, or some kind of shape. It was like Oblong Daddy or, 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 or something. <laughs> some dude that was on for, you know, filling in for Bobby V that was talking a whole lot of UK sunshine about Kentucky's going to be better, they're going to have a better oh, offensive line. I am not. I don't like the one to try to come in and call out people my first show, but I'm going to come in and call out people on my first show. Okay? I, I As a Louisville fan, okay, we saw what that drop-off was when Teddy Bridgewater left. We saw it. We saw that drop-off when Lamar Jackson left. We saw it. We saw that drop-off when Jair Alexander was no longer there. So let me just tell you, Mr. Strebel, okay, you my man, you probably a cool dude, but if you're, if you're going to sit there and tell me that Kentucky's going to be better. He called him out by name. Without... Josh Allen. Oh, because, you know, I, I try to act like I don't know. Of we're course gonna, we're I We're going to need personal security when we, when we exit <laughs> the building. If you think they're going to be better without 
you know, uh, uh, without Benny Snell and without Josh Allen, that's asking a lot. So we'll see. I, I, you know what? Kentucky fans are, have been very chesty this offseason, and I've heard a lot from the Kentucky football fans, and rightfully so. They They, should, they came it? out. They won their bowl game. They had a great season. Okay, I'm not games. hating on UK. Okay, they I'm not one hating game on UK. away from playing Alabama. Absolutely, for for the, the SEC, SEC championship. Yes, but let's just slow it down just a little bit. A because lot of Mark Stoops, a lot of bit. You, you stepped up. You were, you know, your defenses had always had issues. I'm excited to see what. I'm I'm not a hater. I'm excited to see what Kentucky's going to do. Am. I, I want to see uh, what what LJ Rose. <laughs> Sorry, I am. Do. Hey, that's nothing wrong with that. Like like you know, we are all Louisville supporters. Okay, I give Kentucky their due. I, you know, I I no. don't bag on John Calipari. Um, you know, the the man's done what he done what he's done on the basketball court Mark Stoops you showed up and finally I you know I me personally I would if, if it was me you would have lost your job two years ago so you know you turned it around you got it done I'm excited to see what's next so you know well I'm gonna we'll, tell we'll you see, what's next you know who's gonna <laughs> replace Benny Snell well the, the, tell, tell me who's break, next please uh, and you know I like to create new terms yes sir you know you heard you hear this term all the time a system player Mark okay. Stoops is a roster coach <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a wrap, okay? It's a wrap. Those same fans that jump out every time they have a bad uh, string of losses, we're going to see that again when they, with them requesting him be let go of. Uh, and I don't think he has the lifetime contract like Calipari does. So hey, you know what? And I just want to let you all know his name is William Wright. So Big Blue yes, Nation, indeed. Rashawn, I, I, I with my least... UK diploma. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all want to give him a call, just shout out to him eighty one fifty ninety three nine. That's all him. Text him uh, thirty eight thirty one ninety three nine. That is William Wright. It is okay. So that, that just but we're get, leaving just out of, in the, we're leaving out the back door in the tunnel anyway, <laughs> so it's all good. Hey, well, I, I know we're <laughs> no, coming no, up against. I'm, it, I'm, I'm gonna say this, man. I'm gonna say this. UK lost the entire secondary. Yes. Now they're, they're pinning their hopes on touchdown Terry. I think they want they want him to throw the ball 40 times a game I, next don't, year. Don't worry about I heard that. that. Don't, don't worry about that. Ooh. It's touchdown Terry. It is touchdown Terry. He has a beautiful flowing golden locks, man. <laughs> it's touchdown Terry. Yeah. UK has this. No, honestly though, <laughs> but he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He really doesn't. You know what? After after we take this quick break, I'm going to come back. I'm going to tell you what I think UK should do. Okay. To con- to continue their success. Do, do we really have to do that, though? Yeah, we really actually have to. I I, I want to hear that. Plus, we got to get into a, a couple of uh, national points as you well, man. Show, show, so, we, show, oh. Show. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, you're listening to the Main Event Sports Show, man. <laughs> Derby City Game Day. You got to Wake up, 502. <laughs> wake up. Main Event Sports Show is here to wake you up. Hey, you're listening to 93.9 DeVille. Hey, we'll be back. <laughs> Relax your mind, let your conscience be free And get down to the sounds of your PMZ But you should keep quiet while the MC rap But if you tired, then go take a nap Sports Show, you're here live at 93.9 The Ville, William Wright, the architect Haven Harrington, and the green-eyed bandit Rashad Myers. Haven, you, yes, you, got, you got some words for me? What, yeah, what's it, beef? Words, what, 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 what we got no, going you know, on here? You know, first of all, I'm going to finish my take about UK football. Yeah, yeah, do that. Because we know all of our fans want to hear about UK football. Of course football. they do. <laughs> here at 93.9 The Ville. Yeah, that's what everybody is well, listening to. Well, you know what? For. I'm going to give my take on UK football anyway. My take is this. Why Mark Stoops keeps trying to make UK a passing team, I would never know. His best success has always been UK as a running team. This man has always had great running backs. Why deviate from what has made you successful? Run the ball, pass when necessary. It's that simple. Second take yes. about my man William Wright. Yes. I know those of you can't see us right now on the radio. 
If you can't see us, but check out go, our main event sports Facebook yeah. page where we're live streaming the show. We're live streaming the show on Facebook at main event sports at the main event sports show. What you have to do is see my man's British Knights. I don't know where this guy <laughs> found a pair of BKs in 2019. But my man has a pair of British Knights in 2019. Yo, somebody hey, asked me the other day, the other day, somebody, are those vintage? I was like, <laughs> they're, they're fresh, too. I don't, I, don't know what, I don't know what part of dark web he had to go to to get those. I had to sell a kidney. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, and for, for anybody who wants to get involved with the Main Event Sports Show, you can always check out everything that we do. Uh, just check out MainEventSports101.com. Uh, you know, we do a lot of writing. Uh, big shout-out to our staff writers, Mark Bacon, uh, main event DC um, uh, Leanne Herring uh, the great work that she does in SEC country uh, make sure you go there oh, not uh, just SEC she's also now the beat writer no that, she's also a silent reporter for the Miami Dolphins that's so, right that's man, right. we got all sorts of inside NFL uh takes coming soon absolutely so so big shout out to, to leanne mark and everybody else that contributes uh to main event sports 101.com you can also check us out uh go download the app just go to the google player iphone app store and just search keyword main event sports and everything that main event does uh is available there uh, we can also you can also check us out on twitter i'm rashawn at r double a for people yeah I, I always do r double a s h double a n uh and fellas what are your twitter handles at me sports that's at M-E Sports at the Sports Domain <laughs> you can find, look, but you can find yo, everything that's dope right but be honest <laughs> yo that's so it loud. sounds like you a never, bot account man the, the, I'm telling you the you never tweets domain. but you know it's on there the, no, so, so. I, I, I retweet something about once a quarter <laughs> <laughs> something like that but there hey, you go all the information you need to know is on our website maineventsports101.com you can go there find everything you know links to the newsletter Twitter accounts, the whole nine. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. So I'll, I'll make, I'll, I'm going to issue a challenge to our fans. Okay. Get me, I got 13 followers on Twitter. <laughs> get, get me up to 100 and I'll start sending out a tweet 13? every day. How do, how, it's even like you accidentally get like 20 followers. How do you have 13 followers on Twitter? Well, it, took y'all you know two, it took y'all two months to follow That's because me. it sounds like a bot account, man. You say the sports, though, man. That sounds like they're going to send, start Bad spamming, spamming my, nah. my Twitter. <laughs> Rashawn going to talk about, yeah, I, I guess I'll go ahead and start following. I'm like, wait a minute. I created my account two months ago. You, you don't even follow me yet? What is this? <laughs> Billy, the, the, yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. But you know what? But before we, uh, I know we're rushing towards the end of the show and we're going to have our pick segment coming up to, to end uh, end off uh, today. Um, I did want to just talk about this Draymond Green real, real quick, man. Draymond Green, four years, $100 million. Worth yes, every penny. The Golden State Warriors have lost their ever-loving mind that you give a dude averaging, what, 12 to 14 points, 8 to 10 rebounds, and 6 or 7 assists. You're giving a glue guy that's a very good defensive player $100 million? You must be out no. of your mind. No. Well, you have to understand, this is more than just points. It is. This is more than stats. You have to understand, this guy's the enforcer. I mean, who else is going to kick guys in the groin? <laughs> If Draymond's not there to do it, but honestly though, is there anybody on this team that you fear that can muscle you up, beat you up in the paint, and, and be that enforcer? Is there anybody on this team? Boogie Cousins no. before he left. Boogie's too hurt to hurt to do anything to anybody now. Well, that's true. I mean, I knew Draymond was going to get a hundred million at some point. I just didn't think it was going to be from the Golden State Warriors. Like, but, but he's like, the I, glue. I, I'm shocked. But he will. But he's Wouldn't the glue. Nobody else give him that kind of money. I'm on, I, I, honestly, oh, I, I think that the, the, there's I several know. teams that will. Honestly, though, but Draymond's that glue. Draymond's the guy that's like the point center slash four type of guy. And, just, for, and for a while, but before KD was there, he was the guy that kind of ran a little offense for him. Out of the paint. See, that, that, that's why it feels like they wanted to give KD's money to somebody, so they just gave it to Draymond. Like, I'm sorry. What's wrong with that? Like, he, I would have brought he, it. He, he, he you know what? Car, Car, Carmelo Anthony's on here no, with Stephen no, A. Smith no, panhandling, no, you, no, you trying, to get, <laughs> trying to get a job. My man's panhandling for a job with Stephen A. Smith. I would have rather given the money to Carmelo, I, I Carmelo Anthony. No, why, why Carmelo you, Anthony? I'll play for anybody. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> why Carmelo? I just, he uh, has not won anything. I mean, Car anything. Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony, Anthony has not been good since he left Syracuse. Rewrote the entire story of his NBA career on that show yesterday. 
<laughs> the way that he came out talking, he was uh, he was paying. But that's not that's not Mo- how it really was. Yes, it was. He Everybody was, knew he that was, you were not trying to come off the bench. I would have considered it. No, no you, you would wouldn't. not have, dude. Stop lying. He was tap dancing hard yesterday. He was so hard. He was tap dancing hard yesterday. Job, but you know, but you know what? <laughs> and, and and another thing I want to talk about from a national perspective, and I put a tweet out there, and it got a lot of response. LeBron James. Because you're a hate, you're coming epic, out. You're epic LeBron James hate to his son's AAU games, acting a plum fool. Now let, let, let me just let everybody know. I've been doing LeBron hate. I, I, I've been doing AAU since 2004. Mike Q, shout out InsideTheVille.com. He retired uh, this past Wednesday, so a big shout out to Mike Hughes in, in your future endeavors. I know he's getting into real estate, so make sure you check him out. Um, uh, ITV Hughes um, uh, on Twitter. Um, but I've been going to AAU events a long time. I've never seen an AAU parent act the way LeBron James act. And everybody wants to say, oh, well, you know, he's just trying to put on for his son. He's just trying to show he loves his son. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. There's been a lot of NBA players that have had sons playing AAU, and they're not going in the layup lines dunking a basketball. They're not jumping out into the middle of the court chest bumping people. LeBron, you can support your son. You can love your son and sit your hind in. You can get up, yell, scream, even get thrown out by the refs. I've seen all those things happen, but guess what I've not seen happen? What he's doing. You know why? You've because never seen he's it. the greatest, okay? <laughs> when you're the greatest, you can do that. Let me tell you something. If your son was at his recital playing a guitar at his recital and Prince was still alive and ran out, ran out there <laughs> and hugged your son, would you be like, Prince, sit down, Prince. Get off the stage. Get off the stage, Prince. No one wants to see you, Prince. They want to see my son. No. And they want to see Prince. In yes, parallel because universe, he's the greatest. Somebody gets that analogy in comparison to LeBron James. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. he's the greatest. You, you, can, you put, can do that. Look, when you're the greatest, when you are the greatest, and he's the greatest of his generation, when you are the greatest. Rules don't apply to him. Rules? No, you get different set of rules. Yeah, it's kind of reality. Get, you I'm get sorry. different set of rules because he's now, the greatest. Now, let's put this in the context. He gets different people. set of rules. Now, let me ask, now let me ask a question now. Like, could Draymond Green do that? <laughs> no, he'll be arrested. <laughs> he I mean, D Wade's got a son. Zaire's better than Bronny. And you don't see D Wade acting like that. You don't see Gabrielle Union jumping out in the middle of the court. D Wade people want to see Gabrielle Union. Got bad knees. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't do it if he wanted to. That's all. Let, let, let me put this in the context for our, our new listeners that may not be familiar with us. Yes, the man who has just went off on LeBron James is oh, also the go. man that said he thinks that Larry Bird is better than LeBron James. <laughs> Larry, <laughs> yeah, you Bird. do say that. And I told him, and I will say this again, there is, I know one person who would disagree with him on that, Larry Bird. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? We'll get in, we will get into that conversation. We We got a lot of time. We we, we will definitely talk about that. You know what? And and I know we're coming up close to the, uh, to the end of the show. So I I definitely want to get into our picks. But yes, we're going to get into that. And I didn't say LeBron was. Or Larry Bird's better. I said they're tied for sixth greatest overall. At first you said you definitely <laughs> said that he was better. And yes, only I after you got argued about five shows in a row. I got bad information. But 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 I digress. Um, I, I want bad information. It's Larry Bird. <laughs> so what what are we what are we pulling out See. the picks on? Uh, so we're, we're pulling out the picks, and what we're going to do because this is suck. Derby City Game Day, we're going to do picks for the week at the end of every show. And post your picks on the text line. Uh, you absolutely, you can post it, your your picks on a five zero two thirty eight thirty one ninety three nine, uh, as well as tweet us out. You know at me sports at Rashawn at the sports domain. Yeah. Uh, you know, reach out to us. We want to hear about your picks and your thoughts. Um, but uh, th- this week's picks are going to be just uh, predictions uh, for the season. I know that the fall camp's just getting started for U of L UK, but I just wanted to know picks for the season and who's going to be your MVP uh, for for the for, for the U of L team. I know that you may not know the UK guys that well, uh, but you know, just get, just give me your thoughts. Sounds to me like he's got this poster over his bed. <laughs> I do. He knows them very well. Uh, you know, it's almost to me. It's almost a little early to kind of. No, I, I want you to give your. I want I, you to I give. I haven't seen them fall practice I, yet. It doesn't matter. No, I'm gonna say this. It doesn't matter. Just for the season. No, I'm gonna say this. Yeah, just get just your thoughts. Just but from what you your see, your Raiders are still gonna suck. How about that? <laughs> That's my first thought. Derek Carr will not make it through the season that again. Is so, uh, you know what? There. That's my hot take wait, for you. And there's a pick to keep it low. Carr will not make it through the season. A- am I getting you? Will not just anything. Just give me your thoughts. Anything, just anything with, okay. with, with Louisville. Just, just give me your thought. Hot Do take. not be surprised. Yes. If you're Louisville Cardinals, the beak with teeth. Yes. Go bowling. 
Mm. If they win six games, do not be sorry. I know everybody says the schedule's hard. You know, you got a, a Boston College. You got Wake Forest. You know what? I don't care. You should beat Wake Forest every year. Okay. Easy. I can see that. And I, I will say this. I think the over-under for Louisville is going to be about five. Okay. I know that's not what it's actually setting at, but that's where I'm putting it at. And uh, I think either either way, it, I would think a push or a over would be acceptable. Okay. Okay. Now, I, as far as UK is concerned, I expect them to go negative thirteen and twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to so be rude. terrible. No, no, no. UK, and I, I, I'm not being a hater right now. I think that's U of L. No, no, I mean, that's not kind of hater right there. I think UK is going to have a devastating season this year because of the loss of talent. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? I, I, I'm going to say this. Uh, first of all, um, I, I agree with you. I think that Louisville's going to have a great opportunity um, to get back. I don't think that they will be all the way back, um, but I, I can see six and six. Uh, it's, it's either going to be five and seven or six and six, but right. I, I, I do lean towards six and six. I think that Scott Satterfield has enough. I know they have a very difficult schedule. they got to go on the road at Miami. Uh, they're going down to on, on the road at Florida State. At Clemson. Um, they play Clemson. Clemson, Clemson comes here. Um, then, and then they go, uh, of course, Notre Dame is here as That's well. Clear. That's where Clemson um, is here. But, uh, and they have to go on the road at UK. So they have a very difficult schedule. But a- as you said, if you can't beat Boston College, if you're not beating Syracuse, I know Syracuse uh, was decent last year. If you can't beat Syracuse, if you can't beat Boston College, if you're not beating Wake Forest, that's three games, in my opinion, Louisville should win. And I'm not trying to put any pressure on Scott Satterfield, but you should get those wins. And then, of course, you have Eastern Kentucky, Western Kentucky. Who should have beat us? But you know what? I would give WKU credit. They should have beat us last Bowling year. Bowling Green first. Hill, Absolutely. Thomas, no, but Real I, quick, in that, I, I in that press that box last year when that field goal went up, and everybody started cheering. I was clapping because I thought it, they missed the field goal. <laughs> then I looked around and saw everybody else clapping. I'm like, wait a minute, something happened different here. <laughs> but, I, but I just kept clapping and played it off because I realized I didn't want it to stand out. It was funny. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. I, I do. And as far as Mark uh, uh, Mark Stoops, I do think the UK is still going to have a, a pretty good team. I, one of the things I've learned about teams is once you win and you start to build that culture, um, it does start to bleed down. So I don't think Kentucky's going to fall off a cliff. I know there's a lot of Louisville fans that would like to see that happen. Um, I, I would say seven and five um, for, for for UK is just my, you know, without any type of information or seeing any fall practice. And of course, we'll continue to get a, a ton of fall camp and uh, main event sports show. will be there uh, on the sidelines to check out everything going on uh, with U of L as well as Kentucky. Um, I cannot wait to see what happens. Lamar Jackson uh, and the Baltimore Ravens and, and and everybody else in the NFL get started next week. Make sure you guys come out to the Tunerville Tavern first in Oak uh, 1201 South First Street. Enter on the Oak Street side. The main event sports show will be there for main event sports TV live. Uh, fellas, this is Monday night. Hey, this you know is what? Monday night coming up this Monday. Without any struggle, there is no, no progress. progress. Peace. The views or opinions expressed on this show are those of the producers and or persons appearing on this show. They do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Union Broadcasting or ESPN Louisville. Bluegrass Karting and Events now has the fastest go-karts in Kentucky and axe throwing. Grab your co-workers, family, and friends and make a night of it with our new full bar and food menu. Bluegrass Karting and Events is Louisville's premier high-speed entertainment destination online at bluegrasskarting.com.